Stay tuned after the podcast to listen to me and my dad. This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast. He has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R-E-E-L-J-P.com. Let's start the show. This is Todd Stanton, and you are listening to the Nerdball Podcast. is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. All right, Todd, thanks for uh, coming on the podcast today. Um, we uh, we met through email, I think the first time when I, you know, put a, that thing right behind you, the MPTV. Uh, it was exactly. an ad for that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then uh, I'm sure we, we may have met a few times in between, but then uh, again uh, at Jake's uh, album release. Yes. Um, which is yep. which uh, I interviewed him about after the fact, and that was it was a pretty good it was a pretty interesting to learn like everything that went into it that um, which people just see the performance like okay that was cool but there was a lot of that goes into it. <laughs> there is you know putting on a a thing like that there is a lot of like little things that people just don't even think about and actually when you start a big production like that you know it's going to be very detailed but until you get into it. You know, just like the Mommy Summer Fair in itself, I don't, I just do the stage, but Mommy Summer Fair in itself, there's so many little things that go mm. on. Uh, Mike Dibbling runs that. It's actually, this is going to be his last year. Okay. Uh, he just announced. But there's so many little things that people don't even think about. You know, they go, you go to a fair like that and, oh, there's the food and all that. But yeah. you have to, you have to get permits for this, that, and the other thing <laughs> where you're going to put like, the toilets and all yeah. that, you know, I mean, just stuff you, and, you know, us, we don't even think about, but there's yeah. so many little details. So like, even with Jake's thing, I mean, it was just so much little tiny stuff that people don't really, you know, think about. And, and, so, and they realize they, they realize it subconsciously. Cause like, man, that was a great show. You know, it, and nothing, you know, everything was perfect. And then you're like, yeah, cause all those little things, you know, exactly. otherwise, yeah. you know, otherwise people, <laughs> Off those people little things tend to notice yeah people tend to notice the things that go wrong rather than things that go right because you assume yeah. you're going to you know <laughs> see something go right you yeah. know so. yeah <laughs> but, uh okay well before we we dive into everything the question i ask everyone is what is something you've been into recently something you've been really nerded out about tv show movies uh a hobby something that's that's even if it's something you just started or something you've been doing for years anyone that knows me like really knows me knows that that changes from week to week and there's <laughs> high intensity on some subjects some okay. this current thing that i'm really really into is 3d printing oh wow okay and i'm just not like 3d printing like a little widget okay i'm 3d printing robots droids uh well you're I looking have, around if you got i say we can it's gonna be on youtube so we can show people too so i can definitely well i'll send you some stuff i'll okay, act yeah. like as if i'm walking through it here so you can like maybe layer it with b-roll <laughs> if you want um this is my robot from <laughs> lost in space i built this entire thing uh half of it is 3d printed the other half is purchased items okay um 
what I'm holding in my hand right here is an action figure from 1979 Boba Fett. Got it. And I am I have printed a full size version of this guy. Full, like full. What does full size mean? What's like how big? Six foot. Oh it's my gosh. <laughs> He's somebody scaled or scanned this guy. Yeah. And then here is a picture of. That's crazy. The, yeah, it is crazy. I mean, you see it in person, it it blows your mind. Um, I've built a couple other droids, robots from Star mm-hmm. Wars. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Okay. Um, and uh, currently, well, here's a picture of a droid uh, R2 that I built in, started building in 1994. Okay. There was no plans on the internet. The internet was barely breathing at the time. Um, but I all I do is I, I, I scaled pictures. I, I found a picture and I would scale it and then I found like something I would scale it up to whatever the real size is. So it's actually sitting here in my office. It's um, <laughs> it's not it's not perfect, but I build it with no plans and sure, it's yeah. highly detailed. Um, and so now coming full circle. Uh, 20 some years later, more than that, geez, um, I'm now going to be printing an uh, R2. I'm actually in the process of it. Here is a picture of just the dome that has been printed and I'm printing all the little pieces for the body and it's going to be a remote control. And wow. that's a big, long answer that probably most people don't give you. And I, that's just no, me getting started. No, that's fine. That, no, that's perfect. So, <laughs> so I always have questions for, for people's hobbies and, and nerding out things. Uh, my, my only connection with 3d printing is through TikTok. There's a bunch of uh, 3d printers on there and, Oh yeah. Uh, I know I noticed that a lot of them will start the videos like, oh, I found this this one on the Internet. I found it on this website. Is that where a lot of things come from now? It's like, oh, yeah, here are the plans and you just import it right into your 3D printer. Yeah, it, it in to make it sound easy. Yes, you download. <laughs> there's websites out there. There's websites out there that like Thingiverse is 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 a big one. It's basically just this repository for all things 3d printable people make stuff they put it up there you can download it for free but then there's other sites that you purchase uh more detailed the ones that you purchase actually are way better than the things you get for free it only makes sense right oh yeah i would imagine but like this r2 or even this uh this lost in space robot there there are guys out there super nerds and i love them and they have detailed this thing to the nth degree I mean, I told this guy who's who made the R2, and he's been doing it for years. He's actually his name is Michael Baddeley, and everyone anyone that knows that name knows that this guy is just an amazing guy. He's done all this for free. Yeah, I mean, this R2 that I'm building right now um, to me is like you know not to be corny, but it's like a dream come true that I'm sure. literally this is something as a kid, as ten years old, I wanted. I made my one that is embarrassing it to me but most people look and go that's amazing but I, it, there's so many things wrong with it um but now that i'm 3d printing one in it's going to be it's going to be remote control that's super that's a super geeky answer right yeah. i mean <laughs> that, that's no that's but that's perfect because i like and actually i'm glad you you said all that stuff because normally i I do end that question with uh, what's the, a nerdy thing, but it can't be your job. Right. And, um, and you, and that's, this is the perfect answer because it's not your job. It's, it's just something you do for fun. And, and you've been doing for years, obviously you built the, 
the, just the a first couple years, event. actually. Just a couple well, years. Well, I'm just saying, like, years. I'm yeah. just saying, like, the building aspect. I mean, you built that the first arc you did yeah. two years ago, right? So, yeah. like, it's something you're really into, and it's it morphed with the technology, right? So now it's 3D printing. And it's amazing. I mean, I'm not a craftsman by any means. My brother is a skilled furniture maker. Like, mm-hmm. he's a craftsman. I'm the opposite one. I'm a, I'm an amazing hack is what I am. Um, but I, I love it. I mean, I, I like being creative. I mean, everything that I do in life from my job to my hobbies, they're all super creative. They're just not, that sounds like, that sounds like very egotistical answer, but it's, I mean, I'm using the word creative compared to people who are not creative. They can't, they couldn't, draw a picture if you wanted they couldn't create something out of clay if they wanted. they couldn't paint a picture you know that's not putting them down because there are those people out there that don't have the ability to like come yeah. up with something yeah. i believe everybody can be creative you just have to push yourself but yeah everything i do has to be something cool yeah yeah well now that's great and um i would imagine with 3d printers you can you can buy you can it's just like with anything you can spend a little bit of money money and you can spend a lot of money because the, the ones i always see it's hey here's here's the filament we're using it's one color and it's going to print in one color are there yep. 3d printers where you can program it to have a bunch of filaments around and then it's just pulling pulling them from, from different colors and stuff Do, i've seen you know i of? follow a lot of guys you know like you said like some on tiktok and then some i i'm on a couple of facebook groups um i haven't i haven't seen too many they're probably out there more expensive right. ones like you said um where you have multiple filaments and it can change um i've seen ones that have you at least have two filament colors okay. right. but most of the time these guys will just switch it out like i did a there's a little thing i did for somebody it's a it's just a uh oh nice name, name plate yeah and what i did with one of them was i printed the background gray and then halfway through the the print i changed it to like black and okay. so the letters stand out not on this one the letters yeah. you know stood out black against this gray um but that was me stopping it you know manually and then switching it out so okay all right yeah because yeah. i've seen that too or i would imagine like hey this piece is supposed to be is going to be this color and this piece is this color and then when you put it together it all you know makes sense i i wind up painting everything that i do okay anyways right. so um like with this r2 i am printing kind of like some of some of his blue panels i am printing them in in blue okay but they're going to be painted Got you it. know they're going to be painted the right color and you know that yeah. kind of stuff so yeah. but i kind of just as a f- part of the fun you know to build it and see the different color contrast others like my boba fat is com- he's completely gray you know okay. right now yeah. he's going to be painted i don't have a paint booth so i paint my garage when yeah. the weather warms up and it's going to be soon so <laughs> super nerdy answer brother. no um that, did you when you were younger did you do like car models and plane models and that kind of stuff were you oh yeah. That? yeah 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 i mean uh when i was so that's this is kind of a, an argument my wife and i have all the time <laughs> you, you you looked for her like you didn't want to talk about <laughs> well her i was now. actually looking for my son because it's oh, about okay. my son i have a 15 year old <laughs> i have three children i have a 27 year old a 25 year old from a previous mm-hmm. and then um kim and i have been married for 17 years and we have a uh he's going to be 13. okay and he's not a creative dude he's the what every kid is these days all they do is play video games and they don't do anything creative and yeah. i 
And I think creativeness comes from when you don't have things given to you, you know, you don't have a lot of things at your disposal. So you have to make up stuff. You know, yeah. I wish I was making movies at 10 years old because I love Star Wars when it came out and I had a camera and I, that's all I had, <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't have anything else. And so I would, I would make, I'd make things out of cardboard, you know, ships and all that kind of stuff. And now today, God, you can print a, uh, print a ship if you wanted, but I mean, you know, there's so many, my son has so many things given to him um, that I think it, that stifles creativity. I think the lack of stuff. Well, that's what my, um, my, my daughter, uh, she just did it yesterday, but a lot of times she'll say, dad, I'm bored. Or can you help me with my boredness? And then I'm like, well, and I always give her an option first. I go, well, you, why don't you figure something out? And she always goes to uh it's a few things can i play with play-doh can i draw can i paint yesterday she painted a picture of uh her cousin my little nephew um so that's what she like when she's bored she goes to that stuff so that that yeah. i agree with the fact that like yeah she has an ipad she has this she has other things the tv and that kind of stuff but when she's bored and she lets us know then she and she needs help getting some of that stuff so but that's what she's drawn to and that's yeah, and I think that's what makes great musicians too. You know, uh, you you think of any of the great musician stories, they always say, oh, "I spent hours and hours in my room playing guitar or whatever it is." Yeah. My wife and I are musicians, mm -hmm. and so we thought, "Oh, it's going to be a given. Jack is going to be playing guitar, or piano, <laughs> or whatever, and he has no interest in it. It yeah. drives me insane." But you know it is what it is because he's he's been given every video game on the planet so but it, it does it now because i have that same thing not not now i've always said this though but i've had that same thing with sports i'm really into sports and i i always said if my kids don't like sports that's okay you know it, it would drive me insane too uh but i would imagine that's kind of an internal battle with you it's not like you're you're like hey you have to try this at least a little bit i we've tried i mean and that's all we ask in, right yeah, he's played in like the school. He's played uh, like trombone of all things, mm -hmm. um, you know. So I mean, he's attempted things. I guess he didn't want to necessarily fall, fall in the same path that his mother sure. and I did. But um, he's attempted it. But he just he's got a natural rhythm too. So there, you know, I thought, oh, this is growing up. He's like two years old and he's bopping to music on the beats. And mm -hmm. I thought, oh, this is gonna be cool. We've <laughs> The, the our we used to have a family band i should send you this video you'd be blown away um <laughs> and this before jack came around and uh, well jack was very little but uh we used to have a family band that used to play monthly on the internet uh there's a this is before uh facebook live and all this stuff there was a site called stage it okay and musicians would get on there and then people could tip them and all that kind of stuff oh nice um but we would do that once a month and everyone we had a pretty good turnout because everyone liked the whole family aspect of it yeah um and jack would be very into it you know and i just thought wow this you know we need a drummer because we did we didn't have a drummer in the family i thought he's got a natural rhythm that's gonna happen he's gonna be a drummer can't wait my son and i would you know pressure him oh you gotta learn yeah. drums no nothing <laughs> yeah well i mean at, at the very least he he tried you know yeah. so so at least at least you have that in the back of your mind like well he tried it and that's for, for now that's all we can do maybe when he gets older he'll he'll want to do it i don't know you know yeah i know with um my brother uh he played guitar for the longest time 
but there was a period where he kind of walked away from it Mm -hmm. and, you know, he got back into it. And I think it's, I think it's good for uh, kids to learn a a musical instrument of some sort Mm -hmm. um, so that they know, like you said, in the, in the, in the wake, they did, you know, they did try it at some point, you know, maybe I could resurrect, you know, that, uh, you know, that instrument again or whatever. So I I do think it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, when I did it for that year or whatever, it was like, I, I played the saxophone when I was in fifth or sixth grade. Uh, and that's the only time I've ever played an instrument, but I remember that I had fun and it sounded cool. And I think as an adult, like, man, I wish I would, I could play saxophone still, you know, and I you mean, could, sure, you, could. Sure. <laughs> you know, now it's just, time. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to say it's like riding a bike. Cause that is so cliche. My, my son can't ride a bike. So that's one of the things we <laughs> oh, okay. tease right. him about. Um, I don't know if he's an earshot either, um, but <laughs> I think with an instrument that kind of it's the same kind of deal. You can kind of pick up where you last left off to some degree. I mean, mm-hmm. it depends on how many years go by, but it's yeah. like, oh, I remember you kind of have what they refer to as muscle memory and it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll come back to you. So, well, if, any, if anybody wants to hear when the Saints go marching in horribly, then let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, OK, well, so so you're you said you're a musician and I've seen you play. Uh, not only with Jake uh, at Jake's thing, but other other places too. Um, and we were texting uh, when I when I asked you to do this probably last month, and you said you have you, you're working on your fifth album right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so so you've been doing. It sounds like you've been doing music since you could walk, or for a long time anyway. When I was 15, a friend of mine turned me on to. I've, I've been playing piano by ear probably since I was 10, 11. Okay. Um, and then when I was about 15, I had a friend of mine that asked me to play on an original song that he wrote and I thought, wow, that's cool. And he, 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 uh, he gave me kind of like the, the structure of it and mm-hmm. said, you know, play these chords. And so I, I, I was taking, uh, piano less piano and guitar lessons at the time. And I, and I said, I asked my instructor, like, you know, I don't know what to do, you know I mean? And he gave me a couple ideas like, oh, cool. To this day, I can still play it. Like it's yeah. like again, muscle memory. I don't even, you know, it's da 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 da. I can play this thing. But from there, that that got got the bug. And yeah. him and I did five albums together. Then, as a you know, kind of almost simultaneous, I started doing a solo project. Um, that was my first one. I think was back in the early nineties. Okay. And yeah, I've done. I've done four albums solo. I've done two other albums with a group called Identical Sons. It's myself, um, my son, uh, my older son, and a, a friend from California, Los Angeles, and we kind of co-wrote the song over the co-wrote music over the internet. And um, so, yeah, there's been there's been quite a few. So this current one is some songs that were kind of slated for possible future identical sun songs. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just stuff that I brought to the table and never went anywhere. Um, and I don't know if a, a, another identical sons album is going to happen anytime soon. So I started writing this stuff and, and a few other songs that have had laying around for a few years, I've never really put them in any kind of collection. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've just decided uh, last year, like I got, I'm just going to do this by myself. I'm doing all the instruments myself, um, singing everything. Um, and I talked to Jake uh, because 
kind of swapping services here. Yeah. I helped him film his whole uh, album release party. And um, so he's going to he's helping me mix my album um, and hopefully it'll be done this year. So. I, I love that kind of stuff when when like uh, I'm a huge like let's barter things. Let's trade. So like I know how to yeah. do this thing that you don't know how to do, but you know how to do something that I don't know how to do it. Exactly. It makes it yeah. like because not everyone has has money to do these things. But if you have yep. friends and you can you, yeah. know, you can help each other, you know, I, and I it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it, 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 to just be involved in like different projects and different things and try to you know i always try to tell people like hey uh, i think there's been a few people on facebook that said i want to try to start a podcast I go, hey let me know i got all the equipment i can help you get started i can show you i can produce it and you know we'll see we'll see what happens you know and yeah because it's i like all this stuff and i want people to like it too and and if i can get more people to do it and also enjoy it then i then I think they'll be as happy as I am doing it. You know, I, I had a I had a podcast for a while. Uh, me and me and another Todd. Uh, it was called the Toddcast. Um, <laughs> we put together. It was about business. Um, right. He actually went to school for business, and he was actually. Be, it, it, this became as a result of he was starting his first entrepreneurial invention. Invention, not invention. Um, uh, adventure. Jeez. Okay. Um, <laughs> And and we kind of met uh, through a mutual friend. And so he had this idea, let's do a podcast and we'll just talk about, you know, your view of business from your, you know, school of hard knocks kind of thing. I didn't go to school for any of this yeah. and versus his. And so we would basically toss the ball back and forth. And it, it was an interesting thing. And then he fell off the planet. I don't even know what happened to him. Oh, so, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I don't even know, honestly. So I just, eh, we did about. 14 15 episodes okay. and it was fun yeah yeah. yeah yeah that's how this started my me and my friend started a podcast and he he didn't fall off the planet i still talk to him he's <laughs> he's been interviewed on this podcast on my podcast okay. but he just he got busy with work and couldn't do it anymore and uh i think if we would have thought of like hey let's let's try zoom or let's try this maybe it would have maybe he would have stuck around but he was he was real busy. He's traveling all around the country and stuff. And were you guys was, in person? Is that how you? Did yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So that we, does we, make it tougher. Yeah, yeah we worked together. Uh, we both worked at UTMC as groundskeepers, and it kind of just morphed into our our lunch lunchroom conversations. Morphed into this podcast, and then I, I much prefer uh, being in person. Just for me, like the sound. Now this one will sound really good because of your your setup, but the sound. I listen to podcasts all day every day and there's some that i love that if if it's a phone interview that's i i'm on the fence about anyway then i i'll turn it off because i don't like the sound of it so i'm real yeah. like picky about it but then once i once i just said hey i want to do video also and zoom is this the easiest way to do it i don't have to set up cameras yeah. or anything and then i'm and then my audio snobness just had to go away a, a little bit you know just to, to get what i wanted accomplished um, I, I get you yep. yeah i feel Eventually, the same way about podcasts like the, yeah it, they, you can easily be turned off by the sound so quickly like oh that just sounds and what are they where are they i mean yeah. the most ambient sounding room you know, it's like they're way over here from yeah the microphone and just like sounds like, terrible what's happening my, my favorite ones i listen to audio dramas uh I, I always try to explain to people like you know back in back before tv people held around a radio yeah. and, and that's what these podcasts are and when they start in their first sentence is hey we recommend using headphones because of the sound. I go, oh, this is going to be good because because of the <laughs> bouncing back and forth. And I, I mean, you know yeah. more than I do, but I love I love when 
so you know someone's Stereo on the stuff, right, on, yeah. yeah and you know someone's on the right side because it's coming in your right ear only like yeah. i love all that stuff it's it's yeah i wish i knew more about it but it, it sounds really cool yeah no i i, I know what you're talking about star wars uh, uh, coming back to that in 1980 i think it was they actually started doing a star wars radio show and they took this they took this two hour movie and they broke it into 13 half hour episodes and it, it came out once one one a week for the 13 weeks okay um 7 30 on a monday night me and my brother would you know huddle around the radio at that point and um yeah so it was very cool and it had all the stereo effects that you're talking about and very like huge production that kind of no one listens to that stuff anymore yeah you know it just kind of disappeared so i i want to i want to write like audio dramas and, and comedies like i i just I just found one yesterday called Ar- Welcome to Argyle or something. It's from uh, Bob Odenkirk. Okay, and, his, yeah. and his son wrote it. And oh. it's, a, it's a comedy about uh, his town, uh, Argyle, Ohio. And uh, But I like those. I like comedy. I like, I want to write. I have all these ideas all the time. And then I, I think about it. And I'm like, at some point, I'll do it. I just don't have time. <laughs> right it, is a, it is a way to make almost a cinematic experience without props and location yeah. and you know period looking suits and all that kind of stuff like you can do all that on a on a on a low budget mm-hmm. you know so i mean that is that is fun stuff yeah eventually i think i'll do it there you go i, I want to do it enough that i know I'll, I'll do it at some point well i think you should do it i think you should <laughs> yeah. do it That'd be um fun. um so so besides the music that you've been doing for a while uh you're also involved in in your own company um um and the i know that you I, you know you helped jake do his thing and uh you're involved in a lot of other stuff so b- how long have you been doing doing what you're doing now as, as your main job um yeah okay so I, my, I made my first super eight film when i was 10 years old okay um i just recently a couple years ago i transferred all those to to video like they've been sitting in a box forever i bought a machine i thought i was going to start selling this as a service and i had a couple people but i i I didn't get that much business out of it but i was able to use that machine and transfer all my stuff yeah and i added i had at the time you had a projector and a cassette player and so you would there'd be a little scratch on the film as soon as you see press play and that would be your audio and video playing at the same time terrible sync situation (laughs) but you couldn't have voices. It was just mostly music and sound effects kind of thing. Okay. Um, but I've been doing that since 10 years old. When I was, then when I turned 18, I bought my first video camera and my, that got me doing little, um, little sales videos for the company I was working for at the time. Um, the, I got a couple of weddings, you know, so I was able to turn a, profit pretty quickly by and i'm not i'm not that kind of guy i'm not like oh i'm gonna buy this i'm gonna make money it's just again it's just being creative and opportunities come so i I shot weddings probably within a few months i able to get my camera paid for in my job out of high school was designing special equipment for the automotive industry. I took mechanical design in high school mm-hmm. and uh, drafting. 
and that led into designing uh, special machines for automotive production. Um, again, it was an it was an outlet to be creative. I was able to. I we were given a part. Maybe it was a bumper to a car, a fiberglass bumper, and and uh, different things had to be done to that part to make it production ready. And so we would, our company had to design a, uh, you know, machine, design and build a machine to accommodate those different tasks. And so again, again, it was a, it was a creative outlet. I yeah, was it was yeah. so cool because I'm designing a one off machine. It's yeah. never been designed before, and it won't ever be designed again. <laughs> Or build again and it was fun i really enjoyed doing that at the time and i did that for about 15 years in parallel to shooting little videos for different companies and, and weddings and and different you know personal projects mm -hmm. of video in 1999 98 uh my first wife couldn't keep her pants on and uh how about that for your listeners um, <laughs> And uh, I, I tried to keep that marriage together for mm -hmm. about three years. In ninety, the next, the following year, ninety nine, I started Todd Productions officially as my own company. And were you and, still were you still working with that with your other company? Was this still no? A I mean, like, because hey, of my right. wife's situation, I I and you know she was cheating on with a friend of mine. It was just uh, a mess. Yeah. Um, I just felt like I needed to be home. Okay. Like I felt like I was going to, you know, I don't know what I thought I was going to do, but like, if I'm home, she's not going to cheat on me. That's, oh, that's, okay. So yeah, well there's, well, there's a, well, there's a lot of emotions in that you're trying to, um, you're, you're working, but then like you said that, and at, at the time you laugh about it, but at the time you're like, you know, in your brain, like, well, this is going to work. And, it and, was a but, terrible time. I laugh about it now because my life is so good with my my wife now you know sure. my first wife made me feel like as if i was a complete terrible person mm -hmm. and you know i'm with now her with kim you know more years than i've been with my first wife we were married for 13 years we had two kids yeah um and yeah it was a, it was a it was a terrible terrible time but i laugh now because that's it's so far gone yeah you know yeah. it was it was an emotional thing so i wound up qu quitting my job and it was it was it was a hard time um I was only there emotionally 50% of the time anyways, you know, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm dealing with phone calls and, you know, just terrible stuff. So anyways, that I started Todd Productions as the official, you know, my official job in uh, January of uh, 99. And I've been doing this for 23 years now. And it's wow. just the greatest thing I've ever done. I mean, it's, my son, my older son works for me. Okay. Um, he's almost a partner of sorts because he handles all our web design, uh, you know, jobs. I do all the video. Then I have an assistant and he, he has an assistant also. So it's wow. a four man operation. And then we have a handful of vendors that, you know, work with us partners. Um, you know, that most of our clients don't even know that they're not on payroll officially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a great it's been a great uh, business. I, I wish I would have done it earlier. Did you when you when you started it? Did you envision it being what it is now? You know, when I started it, all I wanted to do was pay my bills, honestly, yeah. and not have yeah. to work for someone else. Yeah. I mean, I so to think now that I that this business feeds 
three other people is mind numbing to me. You know, <laughs> I know other people that, you know, have much bigger companies, but I have very little overhead. We all, all of us work out of our homes. Mm. Um, you know, thank God for zoom because now it's just made, you know, my, my assistant used to come in every day and then when, you know, COVID hit and he started working at home, it's like, yeah, there's no reason for you to come in anymore. I yeah. mean, just work at home. So, and I'm not like a, um, micromanager where I have to watch everything that he's doing all the time. You know, it's like, just get this done at this time, you know, for this amount of money and we'll be good. Yeah. You know, I, you know as long as it's, you know, good quality too. Sure, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, so it's, it's worked out really well. And I, I, I'm just excited about, you know, what the future holds. I mean, hopefully it continues. I don't have necessarily a whole lot of regular contracts. So every, job is what's coming next month you yeah know, we do have some corporate accounts that do keep us steady but our business isn't based on that it's just we have a good reputation and we just keep getting repeat business or new clients so is it uh not no not having like contracts with, with anybody is it can you get nerve-wracking like um what do we have lined up next month well we only have a couple things i i've said from the beginning the biggest motivator I'm not a sales guy, you know, I'm not even a people person. So it to, to have to go and drum up business, um, nothing motivates you more than not having money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? okay. So yeah. it's like, I can go against my, you know, introvertedness or my, uh, you know, whatever, because, well, we need, we need money. So yeah. it yeah. hasn't been like that in a while though, because we do have a good flow with our clients. Yeah. Um, but there is no, there's no official contract with any of them. You know, they could pull and I've had some clients decide that they don't like me anymore and they've <laughs> left and like, Oh, okay. So yeah. Yeah, it, it, it gets you on your toes again. And, and then you start knocking on virtual doors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so far so good. I mean, I haven't been nervous in a long time. So is it hard? Yeah. Is it hard when being a creative person? And I know, I know this happens um, to some people. Like when I, I have uh, some tattoos and when I go to the, I go to the same guy, when I go to him, I just tell him what I want. Like I, I might show him pictures, but then he'll look for pictures on his own. I'll show these, this is what I want. And he'll say, okay, I show up day of not ever seeing it. He puts it on my arm uh, and he says, does it look good? I go, yep. And then he just does it um without any it's his art just on mm -hmm. my body without any input from me do, i would imagine with you being creative and, and knowing what you're doing and some people that ask you to do things for you don't know about it but they also have a lot of input is there a balance that you have to strike or is there sometimes saying hey i can't you're too much you're too involved this isn't going to work i'm sure there's there's cases where that stuff like that happens i in the beginning i think most guys in this business if it's if it's graphic art of some design you know whatever it is it's you know print or websites or even even video mm -hmm. i think in the beginning your pride gets up front and like oh you know you design something you've spent all this energy you know creating this whatever my vision you and you think that they're going to be in love with it and yeah. you know and they're like mm, you know <laughs> i don't really like that and i don't like you know and i'm like you you get so offended in the beginning at least i did you know yeah. and then it it took time 
when I just thought, you know what, whatever, you know, I mean, it's, they're paying for it mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm basically a tool. I don't, that, that's a terrible <laughs> word to use. Um, facilitator. A, um, facilitator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> some, some people can probably consider me a tool. Um, but I, I just do what they want. Yes. And you know, what I've noticed many times is I, I wind up surprising myself, you know, like they're, their critiquing winds up us creating something better. Uh-huh. Not always. Well, I was saying there had to be a time where you put something out and because of what they wanted, and you're like, I don't want my name on this. I don't, you know, I don't have that kind of pride, honestly. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, there is that at times. And uh-huh. I know other guys that do that too. Like they're, they're so prideful of their work that I uh, don't, don't include my name. Okay. That's weird. But, <laughs> You know, unless it's really, really terrible, but I yeah, okay. really don't do anything really, really terrible. I haven't had, there are, there has been some things that I haven't been totally proud of because of the client's input, but it's, it hasn't been that much and I'll let them know, you know, yeah. um, I'm, uh, I'm working with, uh, Jeff Stewart right now. I'm producing yeah. all his music videos. He and, was just on the podcast a couple episodes ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I did listen to that. Oh, nice. Um, he we're i'm trying to get him to have a a branding image even though all his videos are different i'm trying to keep them consistent by mm-hmm. using the same font and the same introduction uh to all these videos he's producing uh four different albums from four different uh studios right now and when the when all the albums are done we're going to rebrand them per you know each album okay but right now they all come out with the same style look yeah and he was like i think we should you know maybe change up i said no not yet you know let's just wait let's just keep this image going mm-hmm. and and people will be interested in what you're doing if we start changing at this point it may get a little you know sloppy you know it may look like a patched quilt you know yeah. we'll change we can do all that later so yeah i had a there was a point to that um that i just lost (laughs) well we we were talking about like uh putting your name on things and being oh yeah 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 so that that's an example of where um and he trusts my judgment on that so we're 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 continuing with this we just finished a a video uh with chloe from um uh, chloe and the steel strings it's a beautiful song cool idea for a video it turned out really well um i literally just finished it this morning and um yeah it's exciting but yeah it just that's one of those things i think that they kind of trust a a a good client trusts the people that they work with Mm -hmm. and that's a nice working relationship i don't have to have i don't have to be the guy that it's my way or nothing, yeah. you know, It'd be tough but to I've been doing though. it. I've been doing it long enough and it's what I kind of keep a pulse on, you know, is what goes on in other people's worlds. And let's, let's do this for a while, you know, kind of. So, well, well, I think that's what, I mean, when people ask you to, you know, Hey, will you do this for me? Um, I think, I think people know what they're getting into. Like this guy's been doing it for forever. Like I trust this person. Otherwise they, I don't think they'd come to you to begin with. Yeah, but there are, again, there are those people with the, you know, they they feel like, oh, we should. Why did you ask me to be involved? You know, I yeah. Mean, 
<laughs> there are those there are those few that will come to you and like completely change everything like okay whatever yeah, whatever yeah. It, as long as the ca- the check cashes you know it whatever <laughs> i have plenty of stuff you know in my archive that i can be proud of I, not yeah. necessarily that piece but whatever it is what it is uh do you have a favorite project that you have worked on or a couple projects that that really stick out like Hey, I'm, I'm either really proud of this or the work we did, or it was just a cool experience. What a great question for me to give you this great answer. Um, <laughs> honestly, that mommy Palooza TV, MPTV yeah. thing mm-hmm. to me goes down in my recent history of the greatest thing that I've ever pulled off. I mean, four hours of live content. Yeah, I'm, I've never done live streaming before. And we had eight different musicians in eight different locations. We had music videos that some artists turned in. Mm-hmm. We had we had live remotes in four different locations, and we had a live uh, studio um, narrator, whatever host. Host, sorry. Yeah, okay. Um, and we did it all in the in the in the style of mtv mm-hmm. i made all these logo ident uh, identification things at the top and at the half hour uh just like mtv all those little animations and silliness and it was so much freaking fun and it and we pulled it off flawlessly mm-hmm. um i think we had about 300 people at some point watching um or we had, I think, total about 300 people. I don't know how long necessarily they watched. Some of them probably just tuned in went, Ugh, and then went out. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm really, really proud of that. And so we're actually doing some um, uh, streaming services for some of our clients oh, nice. now. And it's, it's because of I can use that as like a, uh, you know, a bragging tool, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, that we pulled this off. But four hours. I mean, that's, that's awesome. It is for never yeah. doing it before. And we, I mean, we had done a uh, we had done a trial run. It was about a half hour and we we did like, OK, this is what a remote you know uh, interview is going to look like. And this is what the studio is going to be like. And we learned a lot from that, you mm-hmm. know, and um, yeah, it was just fun. I don't know. I'm, I wish I could do more of that. Yeah, it was only because of covid. You know that we did that because I didn't want the Mommy Palooza stage to not exist for one year. Okay, and um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm uh, really proud of that. I know you you um, you had mentioned that the you know there's 300 people that watch it or whatever, but I know for me, like I I want downloads and I want people to listen to these podcasts and I think they're entertaining. I think people will really enjoy them. But I said it before. At the end of the day, I do it right now. I do it because it's fun for me. Like I yeah. have fun doing it. Uh, I have fun editing, you know, I'm, I'm learning more editing stuff and, and that's fun. Um, so eventually, you know, that, that the other stuff will come eventually someone will, I've had a couple of local people I reached out to like, Hey, would you like an ad on the podcast? You know, I, and some of them, I exchanged services, like the, the person who made my logo, I gave, I had her, I gave her an ad and she made a logo. Um, I partnered with uh, big daddy graphics in Perrysburg. I know them really well. They, they, uh, gave me some money to buy a field recorder and I gave them an ad. So, so eventually someone will say, Hey, I want to give you, here's this ad for this money and you know, I'll get there. But yeah. until then, just like you, you know, that was, it, it didn't take you any time to say, this is my favorite. This was so much fun because that's ultimately what it was, right? Yes. It was hard work, but it was fun to do. 
And I say that is because you use the word work versus like other passion projects. I mean, I can call that work because we actually got funding mm-hmm. of some degree. We got we got donations. Um, what's it called? Not donations where you get like sponsors. We got sponsorship. Yeah. And so, we, you know, we all we had all local commercials in there. You had a commercial mm-hmm. in there. Um, and and so that I it kind of that to me was kind of a job, you know, yeah. but it was a, a fun thing. Um, we also do my son and I have um, done film projects on, on the wall back here are some some of the films that we've done. It's hard to see. Um, we've uh, entered local film festivals here in Maumee and Sylvania um, and and have won first place and yeah. and actually in, in a couple of categories first or th- you know first second or third somewhere the top three yeah we've won um and that's again that's just all passion stuff it isn't like we're getting any money for that and these film festival challenges they're they're usually 48 hour challenges in other words um and jake is in one of them jake yeah, is in, I uh, yeah we uh uh Jake and Amanda and myself and my wife uh, and my son, we all got together and, and actually my assistant, Austin, we got together. What you're, what you're, you're given a topic, okay. you're given a prop, um, you're given a location that you have to include mm-hmm. and you, um, and like a line of uh, dialogue um, that has to be included as part of the challenge. And also part of the proof that you you didn't make it like you know like last year sure. this film, um, and you are get, you get all that Friday night, and you have to deliver the film by Sunday night, mm-hmm. a finished film. Um, the film is usually about uh, can anywhere between fi- five to eight minutes, but it's a rush, man. I mean, it's it's uh, we typically will come up with a story, write the details. Uh, Friday night, you know, we're getting it like at six o'clock. So it's not like we're getting it early in the morning. We get it yeah. like at six o'clock in the evening. We write, we <clears throat> hurriedly write, uh, hurried, hurriedly, hurriedly. Yeah. <laughs> can't talk, um, write the story. And then bright and early uh, Saturday morning, start shooting. Use It's easily a eight to 10 hour shoot. And then, uh, then I have the duty to edit the entire um, production uh, my son usually handles the sound, uh, gets the sound all you know clear, and, and the the uh, sound effects and music, and kind of delivers you know di- different audio pieces to me, and then I'll ha- I'll edit it all Sunday and deliver it Sunday night, and it's we've done that many times, and it's been a lot of fun. But again, my point is that you know you do some of it is passion, and you're not, you're not getting paid for it, and so it's the same kind of work, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Um, not getting paid and and that's a i mean just the the back end of video stuff when you're editing and adding the music and stuff i i do a podcast with, the, with my i work for the metro parks and i do a podcast there and we do video okay. and i i've i don't have the capability well, now i do but i don't have the capability like the stuff that you have or that jake has where you can take audio from the computer and not the audio from the camcorders and, and mesh them together. And Jake tells oh. me the process and talks to me about it. And it sounds cause he'll, I'll, I'll mess up. I'll record wrong or I'll, or I'll do, do something where people are talking too much and he'll call me and he'll like, Hey, 
next time we you do this do these things because it makes my job easier i say hey man yeah. whatever you know and yeah. so i know there goes a lot into it and because i'll i'll just for my editing i this one will be cool because i have i'll get to edit in those pictures and stuff that you'll send me and, and I, it'll be a cool thing that i have to a new thing that i have to do and, and oh because cool. um, normally i just you know put my my little my jake jake's ad up front put music and then put the music in the end you know i don't so think I, i've seen the video of, i before i've only listened to your podcast right. as uh, not a lot of people see the video either so okay. it's, it's, it's okay. on youtube it's the it's the nerdball podcast youtube page okay all uh, right i'll yeah. check it out yeah so so i've had i've had fun since doing since the new year doing video because it adds more to it but but i know like it's a lot of work and eventually i'll take that over from jake too because um he started this podcast with me and he he produced it and just like you said like i didn't know things existed where you can take the audio run it through something to clean everything up i'm like oh you can make audio you sound even better with this thing so there's yeah. all these things that i'm learning and, and it's cool and like like you said it's 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 fun to to do all these things and learn new things what's fun is you know like this is the stuff technology has just made things more accessible and mm -hmm you know, where you would have had to spend thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars to go into a studio and do this kind of stuff. Not to, not to put down studio. There are definite benefits to sure. studio. And, um, but you can, you can kind of replicate a lot of that stuff just from your own bedroom, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, that's fun. It's fun for, I'm still a kid. I'm still 10 years old. I mean, well, <laughs> maybe I'm a little older than 10. Um, but I just enjoy, being able to do stuff that I couldn't as a kid yeah, and yeah. it's still, and still impresses me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, well, before we go, where can people, I mean, you're involved in a bunch of stuff, so I don't know if there's one website for this or, if, or where websites or Spotify for music, but where can people go to find, find your things or if they're interested in your services? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> trying to give you, my wife always rolls her eyes because I give the longest answers. Um, well, don't, don't worry. We'll we'll shorten this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll, no. We'll, we'll. I'll make it easier for people because all the links will go in the show notes too. Okay. So be able to click on uh, Todd Productions. Toddprod.com is actually my company. Okay. Um, there on Facebook though, if you're interested in any kind of the fun films that we've done. Three quarters entertainment is the name of my fun film, uh, personal films. Um, that's out there. One one film to look for is a, a film called uh, The Glove Foretold. Okay. Um, it's about a glove that comes to life and goes on a killing rampage. Oh, okay. Um, it's I actually have the glove still. I it's over there. <laughs> um, when I when I was in high school, we I took filmmaking class. And as part, it was an English credit, which was awesome. I had been making films since I was ten, yeah. and now I'm in high school. And there's a film uh, English credit called filmmaking, like awesome. <laughs> so I was like way ahead. I was doing stop motion animation, all that. Oh. And the kids were blown away, like how is he doing that? Um, and the teacher was like, I wish you didn't do that. Now I have to explain how to do animation. <laughs> um, <laughs> for real, that was a real thing. Yeah, uh, he was almost mad at me. Um, but I so we made this glove that came to life and. Then for my high school, uh, uh, I'm sorry, senior year, we made the glove, the other glove was the name of the film. So that was the sequel. And then about 10, 15 years later, uh, friends of mine uh, wanted to make a movie. They knew that I had done movies in the past. And I'm like, 
I said, well, I always wanted to make this third glove film. So we made the glove three. <laughs> now, fast forward many, many years, my uh, Jack, who's now 13, but he was, I think, six or seven. Mm -hmm. uh, we made the fourth one, the glove four warned. Uh, did I say foretold? I think it, it should be four. It's called the glove forewarned and it okay. stars him and it's awesome. It's really good. And it won first place in the film festival. Um, but so there's that three quarters entertainment is, you can find that on, on Facebook. Okay. Um, as far as music right now, any of my previous albums have never really been released in a online has an online presence. I've never okay. been like, like properly mastered and all that. So I kind of shy away from that a little bit, but identical sons.com is the, the, uh, the most recent musical projects that okay. um, my, my son and my writing partner in, in California have done. All right. And I think I covered everything. Maybe. <laughs> 3D printing. I don't have a, I don't have a stop shop for that. Just, but no. I am doing 3d printing as part of top productions. Now I do have a couple of jobs that I have clients that, so it, I am kind of, I've actually paid for the machines already. So, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, maybe I think it'd be cool to get uh, my logo 3D printed. So, maybe yeah, we can talk absolutely. About that. I think that'd yeah, be that'd be fun. Uh, I know. Well, I can turn it, maybe we can turn it into low keychains. My my kids love like putting stuff all over their backpack, low keychains. So, maybe they can, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what th that that little one that I showed you. Oh, yeah. Here, okay. Yeah. For this legendary computers, yeah. uh, a guy reached out to me and said, hey, can you mint? Like, yeah. So, it turned out awesome. pretty good. Yeah. Well, well, thanks, Todd. This was this was great. Um, this uh, this, like I said, I've known this is my perfect the the perfect podcast because right now I have a thing where it's hard for me to reach out to strangers because uh, I'm still I don't know I feel like it's hard for me to get no's from people. Um, so yeah. like the 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 people perfect for this podcast are ones i i know you a very tiny bit and then i can just learn all about you and i think my audience will appreciate that and find you very interesting because i did it, it was a cool <laughs> thing and um i look forward to to talking to you more at some point in the future you know when other things come out, or even uh getting pictures of that uh, r2d2 when it's done we can share those so that's that's yeah, well, awesome i will yeah. uh if anyone that knows me knows i post all the time so but yeah i will definitely uh get your progress pictures as they cool. evolve and i'll all get right. you the pictures that we talked about here oh yeah perfect yeah all right ty well, well uh, right. thanks a lot sounds good thank you take care thanks everybody for checking out this episode of the nerd ball podcast please rate review and subscribe wherever you're hearing this on any of the podcasters on youtube Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We're kind of coming at you two times a week now, audio and video. Check us out on all the social medias. Just search the Nerdball Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're out there. Uh, Gmail is thenerdballpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us an email, we'll be happy to get back to you. Thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, The Princess Pod with your host, Lillian. Lillian, welcome back to your podcast. It's been a while, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you have been going on? Um, I had my little baby cousin over and we did an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. We celebrate Easter for my dad's side of the family 
on like the ninth. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't celebrate it on actual Easter Day. No. Because there's the same day where we celebrate is my grandpa's birthday, and I made him a zebra cake. If you don't know what a zebra cake is, a zebra cake is you put a bunch of um, like dyed batter on top of each other, and when you bake it, cut it open, and it looks super cool. But you have to, you always really have to make like two stacks for the filling on the inside. For the filling on the inside? Yeah, because they're because you put frosting or whatever you want yeah. inside. Yeah. yeah. Watch the table. Anyway. <laughs> what else did we do this weekend? Um. Just hang out with your little baby cousin, huh? Yeah. Was it fun? He, yeah. yeah. He, he's so cute. Yeah. Do you, is it is it weird being on camera? Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> what and what do we start tomorrow? Do you remember? Softball. Yep. Are you excited for that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? The mm, most, you think? I think mostly like pitching. But the most part I don't want to look forward to is the mask that we have to wear on our face. Yeah. Well, that's just to help well, to, it, sa- to is, save you. Is it just like small? I mean, they co- it covers your face. Is uh, your face large? Uh, Do you have a large face? No. Uh-huh. Um, why don't baseball you don't wear those? Uh, because they don't make you in baseball. I think it's because the the, so, the, the field isn't as close and, and the, the, the ball is giant. Yeah. The, the ball is as big as your head. No, it's no, like, it's like as big as my what <laughs> biggest like a baseball is as big as the round thing on the headphone yeah a softball is probably as big as like a softball yeah <laughs> as big as a softball <laughs> all right well anything else uh we I'm also just playing with Nico. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's just so cute. And I told him to come crawl on me. And he literally just like ran straight into me. He was like, and then he like cuddled with you all night too. Yeah, he was so cute. (laughs) I just, I just, I, I was getting tired. I was getting really tired. Um, I was getting really tired watching TV, and so um, we just turned the TV off, and I just read books to Nico. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun, though. You liked it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. Well, I guess we should sign off. Yeah. Do you remember what you said? No. I don't remember either. Me either. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was it? Like, something about goodbye to all my princes and princesses or something? Wasn't it like that? goodbye to all my pretties is that something like that wait yeah pretties are prince i don't know don't so what do you want to say then? you don't know no I don't. all right well, you I guess, can say something i guess just say goodbye goodbye bye, bye. in your trees <laughs> okay <laughs> no.